Welcome back to How to Start a Podcast, the podcast. Jalan here. I'm Albin, and today we are talking about how to set up your podcast in Buzzsprout. These directions are applicable if you decide to go with Buzzsprout for your podcast hosting. There are tons of other options, so don't feel like you have to go with us, but this is what we do. If you like the sound of our voices, then uh, come on over to Buzzsprout and hang out with us. I mean, we are the best, but... Um, in as, as long as we vouch for us. <laughs> we vouch for us. And our opinion is completely valid because we're not biased. Yeah, there's no bias here. But None. we will give the directions for Buzzsprout. If you decide to go with a different podcast solution, then head over to YouTube and they should have some onboarding videos and Hopefully. you can get set up there. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of shade over here, Jalan. <laughs> Throwing out shade for free. <laughs> All right. So step one for getting set up in Buzzsprout is to sign up for an account. And what's really great about Buzzsprout is that there are a lot of different plans. So you can get in on podcasting for free because we have a free plan. And then we've got plans for 12, 18, 24 bucks. And those are all based on monthly upload time. But you can start off and just try it out with a free plan, which most people do. Free plans, there's people who've stayed on them for years and years and they've never needed to upgrade and it's worked out perfect. Um, If you do decide to upgrade, almost everybody ends up on that $12 plan. So it gives you all the features of Buzzsprout. And it allows you to upload up to three hours of new content every month. So head over to buzzprout.com, check it out. And if you want to, you can click the sign up for free and click that button and you will sign up for your account. All right. So once you sign up for an account, we need some podcast info. So what's the first thing we need from people? Sure. So you log into your account and we have just given it a name. If it was you, it'd just be called Jalan's Podcast. We use your name as the title. And now you're able to customize that with all the stuff we've been working on for the past like seven episodes. So you would go to the podcast info section inside of Buzzsprout. And this is just all the information about your podcast. Drop in your podcast title that we picked in the very beginning of this series. Then you would go down to your podcast description. Mm -hmm. So podcast description is basically where you describe what your podcast is about. This is really important real estate. So you should probably tell people exactly what they need to know when they're coming to your podcast, such as who's it hosted by, what's it about, what can they expect to hear from you. All this information needs to go in your podcast description. But it's also a really good place to be using keywords for SEO. Apple Podcasts and a lot of the podcast players are not using this exact place for SEO. But what the value is here, and if they did, you wouldn't want to just stuff it with keywords, but people are looking for those keywords. And so when they're reading, if you are looking for a podcast about entrepreneurship, well, the title probably should have entrepreneurship, but then in the description, they're going to want to see things like starting a business from scratch, a first time entrepreneur. They want to see phrases and keywords that are relevant to them. So Just think of the journey that somebody is going through. They see artwork that they like. They see a title that indicates a content they'd be interested in. Now let's go to the description and make sure this is really something that's for me. So you're kind of want all three of these things to work together to provide unique, valuable information to tell you that this show might be for you. I guess I'll I'll read the description we have for this podcast or for my podcast that I do with Travis and Kevin called Buzzcast. Buzzcast is a roundtable discussion about podcasting for the people at Buzzsprout. We cover current events and news, podcast strategy, tools we're using, and we dip into the customer support mailbag to test our podcast knowledge. If you want to stay up to date with what's working in podcasting, Buzzsprout is the show for you. We're going through, here's what the show's about, here are the topics we cover, 
And if you are this kind of person, then this is something that you might be interested in. Yeah, it's very clear and it helps people decide very quickly, oh, this is something that I'm interested in or, oh, wait, I thought this was something else. This is not what I was looking for. Exactly. The next step is your podcast artwork. So this is where the artwork we made in the last episode that you would upload it or you could click that design with Canva button we talked about to make something totally new and totally unique inside of Canva. Definitely. What's next? Next up would be your podcast category. So this is a big decision. You can always change it. This is where you get to pick which category your podcast will be inside of Apple Podcasts. And like Alvin said, this is not necessarily permanent. And I think a lot of people get really intense about podcast categories because it's like, oh, what, what category do I fit in? Where's, where's my category? Oh, I don't quit fit. It's okay. Figure out where you fit best, what most sounds like what you're doing, and pick that category. At one point, you could pick more than one. Apple only wants one category, right? And so you can pick a subcategory that fits a little bit better instead of maybe like, oh, this is a history podcast. Maybe it's the history of the world, right? Those are options for you. So you, you don't have to get stressed out about not fitting perfectly into a category. Find a subcategory that maybe speaks a little bit more to what you're doing. And then if something happens where you feel like, actually, we fit more over here in education, you can pick that later. You can change it. It's not permanent. And here's the other thing. Most people find podcasts by word of mouth, not by category. So you're good there too. You know, that can be a lot of pressure to think people are going to find me by my category. And we just know most podcasts are found and searched and discovered by word of mouth, by someone sharing that information or that podcast with someone else that they know. When you're looking for your category, we've got all the list inside of Buzzsprout, but you're looking at things like arts, business, leisure, science, religion, culture, sports, TV and film. There's tons of different areas. And like Jalan mentioned, if a subcategory is applicable to you, you probably want to be in the subcategory. There's a bunch of different sections on religion and spirituality. There's the entire umbrella for religion and spirituality, but then there's a section for Buddhism and Christianity and Hinduism and Islam and Judaism. So if your podcast was about Judaism, it would be better to be in that subcategory rather than being in the larger category especially since it's more reflective of what the show is about and it would help you more likely be at the top of that subcategory than the top of the overall umbrella category. But if your podcast was comparative religions or talking about the variety of religious experiences, then you'd want to be in that umbrella category because that's what's most applicable to you. And like Dylan said, everything here is changeable. If you don't like your title, if you someday decide to change the description of your podcast or just totally rebrand, all that can be done and updated. So don't get too hung up on any of these because nothing here is permanent. So once you decide all of that information, what's next? What other information do people need? In this section, your artist. Mm. So that's just the name of the organization or the person who's creating the podcast. So we may put for this one Buzzsprout, since that's the name of the company that we work for. Or if it was us personally, we might put our names down. And then you have a contact email. So I've got a couple ideas about this contact email. This email is somewhat exposed to the world. So it's not going to be out there for everybody to see, but it's definitely not hidden from people who are tr know how to find it. It's going to be included in the RSS feed, which is like the code of your podcast. And what ends up happening is when a new app comes online 
and they want everyone in podcasting to use their app, well, they're probably going to send out a mass email and it is spammy and they will probably grab your email from this webpage. So maybe don't make this like your must have never can get spam here or anything annoying because this could get out into the world. Um, but make sure you can check it so that if Apple notifies you, hey, your podcast has been uh, selected for Apple new and noteworthy or your podcast was rejected for a specific reason, you want to be able to see that coming through. So a couple ideas about what email address to put in there. Yeah, you definitely want it to be specific to your podcast and be okay with it being out in the world. And lastly, we recommend that if your podcast regularly includes explicit content, that you just check the little explicit content button on that podcast info page. It's just doing everybody a favor to let people know what exactly they're getting into. And it's not like a big judgy thing. It's just like, hey, let the world know we over here talking about what we talk about. It's just, <laughs> it's just nice. It's nice to be aware that that's coming. <laughs> this is like... Yeah, there's you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, you're not in trouble. But <laughs> if you're using a lot of curse words, if there's adult content, there's sexual content, if there's talking about drugs or something like, just check the box and move on. This is so that parents who don't want their kids listening to explicit CDs back in the 90s, <laughs> those same parents, now grandparents can police their grandchildren's <laughs> uh, podcast listening habits. So it's just to let everyone know what might be appropriate for them to listen to with small children in the car. And if your content's not safe for them, we'll go ahead and check that box so that everybody uh, gets the stuff they need to see. So next up, is it time to upload that first episode? It's time to upload our first episode. So you'd go back and you would click the big upload a new episode button. And this is on your episodes page in Buzzsprout. So you then would grab that audio file that we exported earlier from GarageBand or Audacity or wherever. MP3 or Wave. MP3 or Wave, and you upload that to Buzzsprout. And then you're going to give your episode a few pieces of critical information. Every individual episode can also have a lot of these same characteristics we just talked about. A title, a description, individual artwork, if you'd like. Most people don't. They just use the same. But you can have individual artwork if you are inclined. And then you can decide when to publish this episode. This is really nice because a lot of people like to schedule out episodes weeks in advance so that they don't have to worry about, oh, it's Wednesday night. I want to upload and get this out there to the world now. You can just schedule, hey, every Wednesday into the foreseeable future, there will be a new episode and I'll just stay two or three weeks ahead. Yeah. And just to be aware, just because you upload something doesn't mean that it's published, right? There's a difference. And so you can schedule an episode out, but you can also just upload an episode, put all that information in and not publish it. So if you don't publish it, it's not out out there in the world, but it'll say next to that episode, this episode is not live. So just be mindful of that little nuance. Sometimes people are like, I, I've uploaded an episode. What's going on? It's like, oh, it's not published, though. You want to make sure that that gets published. Right. Now, one of the areas that people use a, a lot in podcasting is that episode description. So this is the same thing that we'd refer to as show notes. And this is where you can include all the helpful links for your podcast. It's the text that accompanies the episode in podcast apps. It would also show up next to your podcast's episode inside of your podcast website. You've got it in lots of areas. And this is where you can put links, promo codes, any sort of 
ancillary materials that you talked about on the show. Yeah, this is really good real estate for relevant information. So hopefully this is where you're describing what the episode is about. You can also put contact information for you or your guest. If you guys talked about any resources, you can put that there as well. It just happens to be a really nice place to give your audience kind of like additional information. There's a lot of options to format this area. So the official RSS spec allows you to edit it and Buzzsprout allows you to edit it. So you can pick bold and you can italicize things and you can put hyperlink. Yeah, you can put some hyperlinks. <laughs> we sound like we're in the 90s. Hyperlink. Uh, you, <laughs> you can put your links in there. The downside is there's some apps that still don't support it. So for whatever reason they've decided, they make it a little bit painful that you can't actually see all the editing that you did. So just be aware the major apps are very good with this. But if you ever go into something, you're like, hey, I thought the I edited this. There's still some apps that don't play nice with format editing. So don't make sure your format is not super critical to what you wrote or else you may be disappointed. And writing into support. (laughs) (laughs) If you have any issues here, Jalan would be the one to answer you. And I'm sure she would do a great job walking you through solving that problem. Absolutely. It's my pleasure to help. All right. So let's talk about some features, right? What sets Buzzsprout apart from all other hosting sites? I think... Oh, I think our service is amazing and our education is awesome. But also we have awesome features. Yeah. So we could talk about a few things. Now that you've got like the basics done, you've got this episode up. These are a few other things that you may want to check out with your podcast. So the first is your podcast website. Every podcast should have a website, a home on the internet. You want to have one link where you can send people and then there's links to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google and Amazon Music and Facebook and literally like the 40 other apps that are always new ones jumping up. You don't want to have just one link. You want to have a place where your podcast can live. Um, This is also a website that has your podcast transcripts and has information about your podcast and the podcast hosts. So inside of Buzzsprout, you have the ability to go set up a website and you can put that on your own domain. So if you wanted to put it on jalanandalbin.com. You could go and register that domain. I doubt that anybody has grabbed that yet. It's probably free And you could put your podcast on there. Yeah. And just something to be mindful of. The website is a podcast listening website. So you're not going to be able to put like contact me at or email me here. Like that's not what it's for. It's for your listeners to be able to go and access your content directly. So it's really great for that. And then transcripts are also available there, which is really nice because not all directories support transcripts. So you can put all this work into your transcript. You put this money into it. You put it on your episode description. You connect it there. And then you don't see it in like an app. And you're like, what the heck? What happened? Why is this not showing? When we talk about things not playing well, some directories do not play well <laughs> with direct with transcripts. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about transcripts. Podcast transcripts are really important. Yes. They're really important, especially for accessibility. There's lots of people who are hard of hearing or deaf that rely on podcast transcripts to actually access and read this information. But then there's also people who just prefer to read. They read faster than they would listen to a podcast. There's times that you listen to a podcast and you want to go quote something or find what they're talking about. Well, the podcast transcript needs to be out there in the world for them to find it in Google. So there's lots of good reasons to put up a podcast transcript. And with Buzzsprout, you can either transcribe your episode using something like otter.ai or you can transcribe it yourself. So you upload your transcript. And then we will distribute that to every podcast directory 
that supports transcripts. So we are always encouraging more directories to support it. But until then, we will always have it on your website and in every app that utilizes transcripts. So another of our favorite in-house features is Magic Mastering. Okay, so Magic Mastering is one of the hardest things in podcasting is getting your audio fine-tuned. You know, you've done the editing, but maybe my voice is a little loud and Jalan's voice is a little bit quieter. Or maybe we've got some really loud peaks in the audio. Or maybe there was some background noise that we didn't get eliminated and we weren't able to go and actually pull it out. All of those different things are totally possible. And what Magic Mastering is going to do is pull all of that out. It's going to level different voices. It's going to remove background noise. It's going to make all the voices sound a little bit more full. And so once you turn it on inside of Buzzsprout, it's a $6 upcharge. It will actually make sure that all that stuff is taken care of automatically. So if you want to offload a little bit of that audio improvement, the mastering component, just turn on Buzzsprout's Magic Mastering. So I have a question. If there's a baby crying in the background, will Magic Mastering eliminate that? <laughs> no, this is turning into a commercial. <laughs> um, no, it would not eliminate uh, the baby crying. But if like you had a hum from your air conditioner, it would pull that out. If one of the speakers who's really quiet, it's going to level that out so it sounds better. And if maybe I sound a bit nasally, it's going to improve the sound of my voice enough so that it has a little bit more of a rich, full sound. It's going to make everything sound a little bit better. I think we called it like the Instagram filter for your audio. Uh, that's what it's trying to do. It's trying to make everything look a little bit better. On Instagram, you don't become a full photo Correct. editor, <laughs> but you look better. Here you can look, sound better without becoming a full- A different person. <laughs> magic master, <laughs> full mastering expert. Right. It is enhancement, <laughs> not witchcraft. <laughs> All right. So visual sound bites. What is a visual sound bite? So the last feature that we would want to talk about is for when you're doing your podcast promotions. When you're sharing your podcast on social media, we know that on average, you get seven times as many clicks and engagements if there is a visual component to your podcast that's being shared. So if you're just sharing a link or you're sharing a static image, that doesn't get a lot of interaction. But what visual sound bites are is a little video that we'll create. So you pick a little snippet of your audio and maybe you upload an image of yourself and then we actually animate that image with a waveform to let people know there's something there and they click and they listen to a little trailer for your podcast episode. It's a really easy way to start promoting your podcast on social media and start spreading the word about your podcast. Yeah, because most of the platforms now are video based, right? And so podcasting is an audio medium. So how do we kind of like rig the system, we create this visual element to what is mostly audio. And that gets clicks. That's how people are able to promote their podcast on platforms that are built more for video. So we have set up an account in Buzzsprout. We have put in the necessary information. Check, check. First episode, show notes. We've talked about bonus features. What else can they get into, Travis? What other resources do you have for them? Yeah, so I've got a couple of resources that I think are really going to be helpful after listening to this episode. The first one is a video overview of Buzzsprout. So you'll see 
how to upload an episode. You'll see all the different features that you have access to if you choose Buzzsprout to host your podcast. And so we walk through how to set up your podcast, how to upload a podcast episode. We cover the podcast website that Alvin mentioned. And then we also talk about some of these more advanced features like transcripts and magic mastering and dynamic content, which is something we haven't touched on here, but is a really cool thing that you can do with your episodes. And so if you wanna see all the kinds of things you can get into once you sign up for Buzzsprout, check out that video next. And if magic mastering sounded really intriguing to you, like, oh, I don't have to learn all this audio editing sorcery. I can just upload it to Buzzsprout and Buzzsprout takes care of it. There's a video that we have that walks through the process of mixing and mastering your own podcast episodes and the different steps you'll go through and the different filters that you'll apply to your audio to make it sound polished and professional. And those are the same things that Magic Mastering does. So if you want to get a better idea of if Magic Mastering is going to be worth it to you, if you feel like it's going to be a good investment, then that video will break down all the benefits so you can get a sense of if that's something you want to do right now. And the last resource I want to point you to is our help section. So we have all kinds of help guides and tutorials and different processes laid out at buzzsprout.com forward slash help. And so if you're in the process of setting up your account, uploading your first episode, adding information into the podcast info section, and you run into any hiccups, go there first because there's a really good chance that we have a help article dedicated to answering that question. So you never have to get stuck setting anything up. And then if you do find that, you know what, I really just need to reach out to somebody and get some additional help with this, reach out to our incredible support team of which Jalan is a wonderful member of. You can just send an email to support at buzzsprout.com and they'd be happy to help. All right, awesome. So go ahead and check all of that out. Make sure you feel comfortable with your new Buzzsprout account. And in the next episode, we are going to get listed. We're going to get listed in Apple Podcasts. Then we'll get listed in Spotify, Google Podcasts. We will get your podcast out to the world. We are almost done. We are two episodes away from launching your show. So thank you for sticking with us. And until next time, keep podcasting. See you next time. Bye.